I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Okay, here we are. Here we are. Wacky Wednesday 15. I'm flipping papers, making sure I didn't forget anything. Do you want to go first? Sure. Today. Is it about fruit? No. So I have a robbery story that happened in Springfield, Missouri. Oh, didn't we just talk about Springfield not long ago? Probably. I hope it wasn't this case. No, I don't think so. it was because you were talking about you got your news from there. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was KY3 closer. is yeah. where my family, yeah. yeah. So my mom probably saw this on the news. I didn't because, you know, I don't live there anymore. But, yeah, she probably saw all about this. 30-year-old Michael Conley Lloyd robbed the Bank of America in order to, quote, Prove a point to his girlfriend. And that was? Uh, okay, let me tell you the scoop. He went to the bank on July 20th, 2021 and approached a teller. He passed a note to them and he had a demand scribbled on it in pink highlighter, of all things. And the note stated, give your money now. Don't say anything. I have a partner outside. He wrote it on the back of his birth certificate because I guess he was all out of post-it notes. I don't know. A birth certificate? Yeah. I don't think you can write bank demand notes on those. Like, will those be valid if you're trying to renew a passport? Or, like, they're like, no, you you threaten mm, someone with yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know. I know you can write a check on anything. Huh? You can write a check on anything. Like, you, as like long a as potato? If it has the correct... All the things. Yeah, if it has the routing number and the bank information oh. and it's all correct, you can write it on anything and they have to take it. I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you want to write If you your, ever run out of checks. Write it on a sock or something. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. Wacky Wednesday. <laughs> Did you work at a bank? <laughs> Hell no. Samuel worked as a teller for a while. Are you kidding? Really? Yeah. He worked there when we lived in Bentonville. Interesting. Mm -hmm. He looks like a teller. So the teller did what he asked, which is what you're supposed to do. It's federally insured. Don't yeah, fight anybody over money. Yeah, especially if it's not your money. Yeah, and I don't I'm give just a shit. Saying, take it. No. Take all this money. I don't care. I'm broke. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> it's not, I'm not the boss. <laughs> no. So he left the scene in a black Dodge Ram pickup truck, taking his birth certificate and the money with him. So he got it back. Yeah, he took it back. So. The money, it was 754 bucks. What? Yeah, it was not that much. And he was, I guess, satisfied with that. He took it and left. I mean, so just 10 minutes after the robbery, his roommate's boyfriend called the police and told them that Michael was behind the bank robbery. Told on him? Snitches get stitches. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. So he must have just sucked. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, no, I'm ratting this guy out and get him away from He's me. like, hey, did you just have somebody rob your bank? Oh, no, you didn't. Okay, sorry. He's just going in the <laughs> phone just book. Like, He's just which down. Which bank is Which this? branch was it? Well, yeah, they found him. They located him at the Lazy Acres Mobile Home Park in Springfield. And he confessed to robbing the Bank of America. Oh, also, he was wearing a court-ordered ankle monitor at the time. Mm -mm. So it confirmed his presence at the bank. Did he not realize that? Plus there were cameras. <laughs> I swear. So there's cameras. He's wearing an ankle monitor. And his friend tells on him immediately. And also he, it's a mess. So Michael said that after seeing the police lights speeding toward the bank, he tossed his birth certificate and the cash out the window. <laughs> together like he's not I'm just he didn't saying. even have any money after he did all that no oh my god and he drove off in the opposite direction so completely for nothing like truly for no. nothing 
And you'll never guess why he had the ankle monitor in the first place. Robbing a bank? He was involved in a robbery. <laughs> Shut In the past. Stupid. Okay, here's what kind of drives me nuts. He said he wanted to prove a point to his girlfriend. No one ever knows what his point was. He doesn't say it. No one. I'm like, what? Is it to prove he's really bad at robbing uh-uh. places? Like, what's his point? That he was. He didn't get away with maybe it. Maybe she was like, you're a pussy. I bet you wouldn't do that again. And he's like, oh, yes, I, w- I don't know. The, I'm grasping at straws. I, I really, don't know. If you know this man or can ask him, I'm going to write to him in prison for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just the question that's burning a hole in me. Mm-mm. What was the point? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. And in his mugshot, he had something written on his neck. And it was blurred out and covered in a lot of photos. And I finally found one that wasn't blurry. It looks like it was written with a permanent marker down his neck. Down his neck. Yeah. So the letters go down F-U-C-K. And then there's the number 12 underneath the K at the bottom. It's handwriting. And the F isn't very visible. in my Like compared to the other ones, it's like they're bold and that's not. So at first I was looking because the picture was small. I thought it said UCK. 12 and then i'm like tuck because it's one of those teeth i'm like what is this so he told investigators he expected to receive prison time and he would take full responsibility for whatever punishment he was to receive for 700 bucks i mean he did break his house arrest clearly yeah he pleaded guilty to the u.s chief magistrate judge david p rush to one count of bank robbery in connection with the 2021 robbery, in connection with the 2021 robbery. So he now faces a possible maximum of 20 years in prison. Damn. As well as a $250,000 fine. A sentencing date has not been set yet. That's a nightmare. All that. That whole story is a nightmare. <laughs> I was trying to find info. I know his girlfriend's name, or they called her a lover, was named Ashley. I don't know her last name. It's not me. I think he has kids, too, which is even worse. I'm like, think of your freaking children, dude. Mm -hmm. His mugshot is not flattering. They usually aren't. All around sucks. No. Mine is not a crime. Again. You're like, it's another sinkhole. (laughs) It's another sinkhole. No. it's, Uh, It's equally weird. Okay. I mean, not weird. It's tragic, but bizarre. The body of a woman was found inside a donation bin in South Carolina. Kershaw County Sheriff's officials said the body was located in a bin off Highway 1 in Lugoff after a passerby smelled a bad odor on Saturday, December 31st. Mm. Investigators initially thought that it may have been someone who was trying to get in out of the cold due to the recent cold snap. They later discovered that the body had been in the bin for much, much longer. Possibly months. How? Those things get full so fast. Do they not pick them up more? Mm. South Carolina State Law Enforcement Division crime scene investigators were called to process the bin and properly recover the body. Mm. It appeared to have been in the bin for months. They believed it was an adult female based on the clothing located on the body. The victim's identity's location of death as well as the date of death were unknown at the time. Mm. On January 4th, the body was identified as 47-year-old woman who was reported missing in March of last year. She was reported missing and oh. found her body in December 
And then she wasn't identified until January of this Her year. Her whole body was in it. Yes. Like she got trapped inside, couldn't get out. Leslie Lemoyne of Lugolf, South Carolina, was identified after an autopsy was performed on Wednesday, January the 4th, and her family was identified. Authorities said the cause of death was not revealed by the autopsy, but lab work was pending. Mm. Kershaw County Sheriff's Office said that they will continue to investigate this as a suspicious death. According to her obituary, Leslie had moved to Kershaw County in 1989 and was described as funny, charismatic, and a free spirit. She has a 25-year-old daughter, Hannah, mm. who had been posting on social media in the hopes of finding her mother. Holy crap. Hannah said they told me VHS tapes were underneath her, so this drop-off bin had not been checked in a very, very long time. Oh my gosh. And it makes me so mad, she said. She also told the paper investigators are trying to figure out how she got in the bin to begin with. Yeah. Leslie was addicted to drugs, so she could have died from an overdose, her daughter said, adding that investigators are waiting on toxicology. She last seen her mother March 29th of 2022 after she was released from jail for active aggressively during a visit to her mother's house. After being released, she said she drove Leslie to a McDonald's in Lugoff, the two weren't on good terms. Hannah said she was using Hannah said she was used to her mom, who was homeless, disappearing for long bouts of time, and she had reported her missing months after she last seen her. So around May, March, April, May, she'd reported her missing and she said, I wish I was more uplifting. I wish I had said I loved you more and I'm here for you. I wish I could have told her she was more than what she was. So as I was looking this case up. I came across about six other cases like this one. I had no idea this was something that we should be afraid of, but here we are, Lacey. <laughs> I just went to Goodwill last week and popped my trunk. I do the whole, because I go in and shop uh -huh, anyway, uh -huh. so I go through and pop my trunk uh -huh. and they take it Take it out. out. That's yeah. what I do. I don't drop off anything in a bin. So this one right here is in California. A 61-year-old woman was found dead and partially trapped in the door of a clothing donation box in Santa Clarita, California. Oh, my God. Authorities responded around 10 a.m. where a woman's upper body had gotten trapped mm. in the door of a metal donation box. The woman was declared dead at the scene. She had crawled up there, according to police. They don't know if she had dropped something in the bin by accident, but she was reaching in there and she got trapped. No one knows how long she was oh in there. God. Those doors are very, very heavy and spring-loaded, and it shut and smashed her. Oh, my gosh. I know. Awful. You're giving people fears. Well, you're welcome. Sinkholes, trap door donation <laughs> boxes. After last no. week's story, Alex, our friend, he has a pool, and he said, don't do this. I don't want to be scared of jumping in my pool. I hate you, Ashley. LOL. As if Final Destination hasn't traumatized me enough. I mean, it's a it's a fear. Now I have, yeah, as if I needed more irrational fears. You're welcome. Oh, my God. What is an irrational fear of yours? Everything? I mean, No, geez. for real. You don't have, like, oh, I, have, I have so many. I That's have the thing. I have too many. That is, like, so stupid. And I was talking to my friend about this one time. Well, the last time we went to Nashville, um. My friend Heather, we were like standing on a street corner waiting for the light to change. And somehow the subject got brought up and 
one of my most wacky irrational fears is the loss of gravity. I haven't thought about that one. What if we just lose gravity? And you're just walking down the street and all of a sudden you just start floating and you can't do anything. And everyone around you is like, you can't, you're trying to grab something. You can't move through the air. It's like, yeah. Like you're safe if you're inside. Kind of. Unless there's, I don't know. Unless your house breaks loose. But still, I'd rather be inside a house. (laughs) But you know what? Well, yeah. But I'd rather be. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never thought about that. Or just like driving to work. Sometimes I'm like, what would happen if we just like lost gravity all of a sudden and all of our cars just started floating and then like you just floated into this and died? Oh my gosh. I know. (laughs) It's terrifying. It's terrifying. TMTM. It scares me. I know. It's so stupid, but it scares me. Oh You're my. welcome. Wow. Sweet dreams, That's everyone. A good, That's a good <laughs> irrational fear that I've it's never horrifying. heard about. It's a terrible irrational fear. Mine are just like things that could happen. Like, I don't know. I'm peeing and a snake com- comes up and gets my hoo-ha. I don't know. Girl. You know, s- stuff like that. No. Do you have a wacky? Uh, well, I don't really have a wacky, so I'm relying on Tracy from Indiana. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Tell us. So she has some wacky stories for us. She writes, I'll start out by saying I have family members that are paramedics. And when they do their drills for practice, they have life-size dummies they use and they call them Rescue Randy. Okay. I don't know if that's what they all do. That's like Recessa. Is it Recessa Annie? Is that her name where you learn CPR? I I think so. She said, but anyways, my childhood bedroom is haunted. Ashley's like, yep, it is for sure. It's 100% you have a ghost. She said, one time my friends and I left the house. It was New Year's or something like that. And my aunt and uncle stayed in the room under the bedroom, like the room Uh that was below Uh it. The next morning, my aunt asked, were you guys playing tag up there or what? We couldn't sleep with all that noise and running around. And she explained they weren't even in the house. And then on her 12th birthday... She had a party with like nine or ten friends over. The lights flickered for what seemed like forever, which, of course, made them all hide under the table. And they were screaming. And one time, her cousins were staying the night and they all slept in that room. She had a bed on one side and a sectional on the other. And next to the sectional was a little table used as a coffee table. And they woke up to it flipping over onto the flat surface of the table. So flipped over. Like, legs up. Got it. Yeah. Flipped over. And she said no matter how many times she and her mom tried to recreate the table flip, they couldn't make it gracefully slide into the flat surface like it had happened. Mm -hmm. Like, they couldn't recreate that at all. And she said the same night, my cousin woke up yelling, ouch, Taylor. So, long story short, he thought she threw a toy cell phone at his head, but she was dead asleep. And the the third cousin that was in the room had fallen asleep with it in her hand, and they were all... They were sleeping. Mm -hmm. She says, that's not the creepiest. My mom and dad have a bedroom across the hall. So if you looked into the window of my room, you'd be able to see through my room across the hall into my parents' room and out their window. Oh, crazy. That's interesting. My cousin Emily has Down syndrome. She would sleep on the floor under the window in my parents' room. She would be able to sit up and look straight into my room. That's kind of Freaky that all these windows in the rooms. Don't love this. So one night she was adamant that someone was in my room. I was again not home at the time and I have no siblings. 
So she stayed up for hours begging my mom to go see who was in there. And my mom would just tell her, Tracy isn't home, Em. Let's just go to sleep. Finally, my mom told her to just go and look herself if she was so worried, not thinking much about it, because Em was afraid of the dark. There was no way she would traverse the hall into a pitch black room to investigate. But she did. And she sat in the dark for a few minutes until my mom called her back to bed. When she got snuggled back into her makeshift bed, she rolled over and stayed quiet, which she hadn't done all night. So my mom asked her, who was it, Em? To which she replied, don't worry, it was just Rescue Randy reading a book on the couch. What? And her dad is the paramedic, and she knows of the dummies that they use for training. And she said, in 31 years of my life, I have never slept alone in that room. No thanks. She also said sleep paralysis was common in that room. There was a time her infant son spoke to her from his crib, demanding I stay awake and keep whatever demon or whatever <gasps> was talking through him company. Sleep paralysis, I've never had it, is freaky. Oh, But yeah, no. Tracy, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of scary room stuff. That's a lot of scary stuff. Just the house was enough for me. Yeah. I'm like, that's weird. That's the, the windows looking in. Uh-uh, I don't want to know. We don't want to live any of that stuff. I don't want anyone peeking in my room when I'm sleeping. Don't love any of that stuff. And we just got a message from Erica, Erica P. She said, Lacey, I'm LOLing at your Wacky Wednesday. I, too, am a victim of dog poop versus Roomba fiasco. Oh, no. I knew I wasn't alone. She spent hours taking it apart and cleaning it. She even sacrificed her son's baby Tylenol syringe to flush out the tiny crevices. Long story short, it did not make it. Uh-uh. Mine didn't eat. It's still saying it's on a cliff, even though I've been trying to clean it. Mine's doomed. It's doomed. And she said, our dog is rarely left alone and has since been 100% housebroken, but we still turn off our new Roomba whenever we leave the house longer than five minutes because now we have trust issues. Sure. I could smell your story. <laughs> That's how familiar it was to me. Oh, the... I can't even. I, the smell oh, is still lingering with me. No. I don't even know if I could ever buy one again after that. Mm-mm. My house is so dirty now, but. No, it's not. Well, there's just hair and To dust. you, I don't. I didn't recognize anything. But man. No, I'm that's a I'm going to shoot a little shark. You have a wacky? Um, I have a pissy. Oh, I went to the, I, oh boy. I, 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 uh, issues. I, uh. I'm having two crowns put on my upper left mm-hmm. jaw teeth. So until they get in, I have temporaries. So I'm chewing on the right side and I have already had a crown put on a couple years ago on my right side. And apparently today I broke the tooth under the crown. I'm real mad about it because that's the whole point of a crown. That's what they say. Is to keep the tooth underneath protected. So now... Yeah. The tooth under is cracked below the surface. Oh. So I have to have it extracted and either a bridge put on or the temp, what is it called? Implant. The implant. Thank you. So I'm real mad. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I've already paid a thousand dollars. you have to make the decision. I mean, soon if I have you to have be on an antibiotics. Implant, let us know. Give me your pros and cons of each if you have them because I am fucking raging right now because this was. 
three years yeah. old. Like I shouldn't I be having to pay crazy. all this money. Dental work's expensive. Oh, don't I know it. Oh my God. It's crazy expensive, which is irritating when you've already paid to prevent something like this from happening. And the insurance caps out so, so quickly. Much. Even if you have dental insurance, yes. it's like, We'll give you, we'll pay $1,000. Well, it's that's only not basically shit. good for like cavities. Yes. But like major dental stuff. And NAR. That's yeah. the whole year's worth That's it. You've capped out if you get one, one dental, one uh, root canal. Oh, I've capped it out many a time. So oh. I'm real irritated. I don't blame you. That sucks. And my mouth hurts because the tooth is broken. And now I feel like it hurts more because psychologically I know the tooth is broken. Well, yeah. And yeah. So I'm... Super glad I had a root canal already on that tooth, or it would be, I know, a bazillion times worse. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, man. So, I'm real mad. There's my wacky. I'm pissed off. I Is got there anything on thing. it right now? Is your crown still on? Yeah. It? It's just cracked. Underneath. Underneath. Okay. Ooh. And so, it's like going to get infected. Oh, my god. So, I have to get, and it hurts. And so, yeah. I have to get on. No, I've had abscess issues before and that's when I've said like tooth pain is the worst pain it's I've ever had in my life. It's, I can't think of anything worse than some of the tooth aches I've had. Seriously. It's awful. It's like, awful. Oh my gosh. I'm irritated. So I've got to get on an antibiotic. I gotta oh pick it up tomorrow. It's only five days. Ugh. Max's birthday parties this weekend. Ugh. I've got to suck it up and just deal with it until I can go in and give them Man. my second born son so they'll fix my tooth. <laughs> Insane. It should so change expensive. our buy us a cocktail to buy Ashley buy a tooth. Buy me a tooth. <laughs> buy me a crown. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna start a GoFundMe. Ashley and Lacey's dental work.com. <laughs> I, I always say I should have married a dentist, and that's Fuck. the damn truth. Oh, oh man. I'll I'll look out for one. I would I'll save see if I can find so this one. <laughs> much money on like You're a thousands single dentist. and thousands and thousands. <laughs> We need to find you a dentist. We need to find me a for dentist the for the both of us. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.